0: we want to start off with a reminder that we are not doctors before you any changes or try something new always consult with your doctor and medical team first Chronic illness can vary from patient to patient, so it's always best to consult with your own doctor for what is best for
1: you. Hello, welcome to IBD Be Determined. I'm your host, Mason Harvey, and I have Crohn's disease. And I'm your other host, Michelle
0: Harvey. I'm Mason's mom, and I am talking from the perspective of a caregiver for Crohn's disease. So today, it's going to be a little different. Mm-hmm kind of not really a planned out episode we did have something planned to discuss and do one of our normal episodes and things changed and i had asked mason if we should maybe take a break mm-hmm. from this and so it was his decision if he, he wanted to yeah. continue and yeah. do this so just a temporary break we still plan to do with the podcast for sure mm-hmm. but i just know if he needed a break and so i'll let you do you want to explain what changed this week what happened
1: So I uh, currently, uh, I started to have a flare. So I just started to get a flare. It's it's not anything that bad yet, but um, a flare started and we have to take some precautions and stuff. Yeah. So So that's what's that's what that's what changed this week. And one of the reasons
0: why we thought this might be important just to... Share is because I think sometimes it's like to other people that's like, well, what does a flare look like? What does a flare do? And yeah. to say, hey, this is, this is what, what a flare looks like. A flare looks like, <laughs> and this is why this disease is often called an invisible disease. And of course, sometimes as a flare progresses, it will become more apparent if things change and other things happen. But for the most part,
1: you. Look the same, yeah.
0: <laughs> you look so, the same. yeah. Like, did
1: you tell me that I look different from the last time I was in the podcast? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. If you're watching us, unless you have uh, insane eyes and you can see
0: cells, yeah, <laughs> or have some kind of special yeah, super superpower power or something like that, that you can see which would be, be really cool, actually, because yeah. then maybe they could detect flares. Yeah,
1: if you do earlier, you should work as a doctor in the hospital.
0: Yeah. So we just kind of wanted to just kind of go over how Mason's been feeling, what's been happening. We were at Rady Children's Hospital yesterday and his doctor ordered some tests and these are fairly standard tests that we've gotten used to when he does start to show signs mm-hmm. that he is flaring. They're going to look at these inflammation markers and we should find out in about 5 days or so yeah. and we have a appointment on this coming Tuesday which is a couple of days out from when we're recording this and we'll be meeting with his doctor and also doing a treatment on the same yeah. day so
1: wonderful <laughs>
0: yeah so that was kind of unexpected and that's kind of how this disease is and I I think that's what's so frustrating to me as a caregiver is that there is no answer when this happens it's kind of like well let's let's see what we can do. There's there's no magic treatment. There's no magic pill that will help us. you. And they sudden. also can't tell you, oh, you should get better in about a week or it's not like that. There's no- the
1: disease is completely random.
0: Yeah. They have an idea of how things can progress and how they want it to progress. And you obviously don't want to end up hospitalized. Mm-hmm. And so you want to really watch for the signs and notify your doctor the minute things Change,
1: because yeah. then you can catch as fast as possible,
0: right? Which catching as fast as possible yeah. can is really key.
1: change mm-hmm. how uh, the flare turns.
0: We've we've been through a few of these now, so it's become a little more identifiable to mm-hmm. us, like what Mason's symptoms are. Because some of you listening with this disease, your symptoms might be a little different. Mm-hmm. If so, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little different, or they yeah. might be the same. And things can progress very quickly
1: yeah that's the thing with very quickly
0: yeah he can go from telling us you know i'm feeling a little bit of this or that into the next day it's like
1: boom (laughs) yeah completely different completely a flare
0: for us it's it's like i guess from his my perspective and being a caregiver it's a little tough because looking at him he looks normal normal And there's other things we do watch for, which is like maybe like his skin getting Mm -hmm. like paler. For him, anemia is part of this. His energy levels, if he's sleeping more. Appetite. Your appetite Mm -hmm. is a big one. And for the past week, I've been kind of watching him like a hawk because I had noticed his appetite was, you know, he was still Still eating. Still eating fine. But he wasn't, like, eating quickly. Best, yeah. yeah, he wasn't eating as quickly. It wasn't like he was as hungry. It was, but he would eat. It was kind of like, it was like, okay, are you feeling okay? Is everything okay? And, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's yeah, going fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I mean, Mason, did you notice your appetite changing? Or did you just, it's one of those things that.
1: It was hard for me to notice. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously now I can, like, notice now from before because it, there's a little bit of a difference but mm-hmm. when i was uh, going through the phase where you go from eating normally to having a bad appetite mm-hmm. i didn't really notice anything because it was so steady uh but i didn't really take i don't really take notice of things like that which is kind of what we talked
0: about in the other uh, the other episode about recording yeah. food intake, your restroom intake, and these are the it's reasons why to
1: take note of these things
0: right because sometimes even the as the patient can tell you, they don't immediately notice mm-hmm. the changes as a caregiver, I can just ask him questions and just sometimes at this age, especially, it's really tough because I think kids they go through growth spurts. Mm-hmm. and so maybe they are really hungry. and Mason has been growing. and yeah. so
1: some it's hard to like pick out. Uh, your appetite, you're decreasing because of flare or your ac- appetite decreasing because you're out of a, out growth, of a growth spurt. Yeah. And so it's like, is this just a normal, is this a normal thing yeah. or is this a Crohn's
0: thing? And so we're just all going through this for the first time, just like a lot of you out there. And unless you have another child with this disease, but when you have one, it's like you're always learning and trying to take mm-hmm. notes so you don't miss something. So for us, weighing him is also very important. For Mason, that's a red flag. Yeah, and a, because big
1: red flag. that's
0: been a pattern of his in the past. And so for us, as soon as that weight, even a pound, Decreases, two pounds, yeah, yeah, you you need to start paying attention because at this age, the weight should be going the opposite mm-hmm. direction. And, and it it should shouldn't be
1: going up continuously. Yeah. Or it should be just being stable.
0: Right. Yeah. Depending if you're growing and you've been doing a little bit of growing. Yeah. So we have... A way where we have my chart, we contact his doctor, so she's all updated, and we also check the restroom log to see yeah. those changes as well. Our journal we have that we keep, and in that journal, you Mason can you you can definitely pick up now. It's yeah. a lot easier to look and say, oh, there were these blips yeah. changes, yeah, a little. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to like go into detail for everybody. No TMI um... today, <laughs> <laughs> but. It, there were definite signs that things were changing. And that's, again, a reason why, as a caregiver, it's important for us to have ways to monitor this, because Mason may not pick up on it either. I don't think you quite picked up on it at it, first. really pick,
1: pick up on, on it uh,
0: immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think you did, and you were kind of like, <laughs> yeah, kind of didn't want to say anything, because I yeah. think you were just hoping... Okay, maybe it's something I ate. <laughs> or maybe it was just a bad day. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, and, and that is true also because a lot of teenagers and adults, we go through just normal stresses, normal things that can cause Stress our is a systems. Part of life. It is a normal part of life. Mm-hmm. And it causes our systems to deregulate, to
1: the, especially when you have to go to the hospital every two weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had last week, like we had mentioned, was a busy week with yeah. doctors. And we have school coming up. So a little
1: bit of a stress, but not Mm -hmm. too much. Yeah.
0: Because we look for other factors to try to figure out why is, why did this happen? Everything's been going along so smoothly and we're not going to probably have some of those answers until we get the test results and we meet with his doctor and see what she wants to do. Of course, I'm always doing research. I'm talking to other parents to see if there's things that maybe we can pick up on. Yeah. But he's doing really well otherwise. And then these things happen. And we don't want it to get worse. But it'll progress it's pain. It can be painful. Yeah. And then it gets hard for him to sit up. And um, his joints
1: could start yeah, hurting. his joints That's- could start hurting. Which is like almost the worst part. Because mm-hmm. even if you tough. do have energy, you still can't like run and stuff. Because it hurts to moves certain joints if you do have joint pain like your knees or your uh arms or elbows and a lot of times for you it's like ankles your yeah, back actually it's ankles or um, the back yeah.
0: even your wrists sometimes are, like we've got or your yeah your the wrists hips do happen um those. so yeah so it's it, for us that's another clue that something isn't either something isn't working but for now thankfully there's been no yeah. joint pain. Yeah. And I and, still have good energy. Yeah, energy is still good. So we're still doing very well. So we're yeah. jumping on this very quick. Hopefully, we can get it. It'll, like his doctor said, hopefully, it's a blip. Yeah. And a little blip. <laughs> a quick little blip. And we'll Nothing be more. moving on from it and back on track. You know, sometimes what they do have to do is they do sometimes have to do scopes to go in there and see if maybe. medication the treatments are failing yeah Yeah.
1: and that's which we do not want fingers crossed
0: yeah exactly all fingers crossed because (laughs) that's uh yeah that's that would be difficult because he's on two biologics and that was really hard for us to get when you do go on to a new biologic typically it takes some time to work and so they have Mm. to use a bridge medication which is usually like a steroid and for mason he became steroid dependent because his doctor could not wean him off of it because his body would just start flaring immediately when they tried to take away the the steroid. So it was
1: a very slow wean. Yeah, it was. They Especially had on dual biologics.
0: Yeah, so they took him off steroids. It took about four months to get off of it, and it's not something that it it also affects his growth. He did yeah. not grow while he was on prednisone. For us. And that is, it's it's different than an adult because you have a lot more to consider when you're in a flare with growth. It's not as easy because you can't just take prednisone and then it's like, well, okay, but he's 14. Obviously his doctor's way more well-versed on this than I am, <laughs> but it's just my, you know, it's my observation of what mm-hmm. we've been through. And so I know what she feels like with this also.
1: And also so, uh, just to say the stellara uh, when I started to when it started to work, that was almost uh, a month.
0: Um, So it took yeah. 10
1: months. 10 months. Yeah, it was almost a year.
0: But but you're correct with the one month for your joint pain. So yeah, the very first pain. thing your Stelara helped was What's your the joint, joint pain?
1: pain. It took one month to help with the joint pain. Right. right. Joint and then in around
0: the 10 months me. is when the doctor added
1: Intivio mm-hmm. because it was like, it just wasn't quite cutting yeah. it for the Like It was almost there, but it couldn't quite grasp the final flag right and i think she it. was
0: the idea was to kind of switch you over to intivio yeah. because
1: we weren't sure if this delira was failing
0: but as it turns out your body reacted well to, to having that yeah. balance of having both of them so the more the merrier, and there's other things you can do like een and tpn and uh with like liquid diets there's antibiotics that they sometimes do. But again, these are all it's all up in the air until we talk to the doctor and see what she wants to do. And so until then, we're just going to be kind of taking it easy and trying to get off to a not stressful school start, trying to just kind of ease into it free of the flare. Yeah. So I mean, all these other everyone I keep seeing posts online with everyone their kids going back to school. And it's like a little disheartening for us Mm -hmm. because it's it's a little different we were thinking oh great we're going into the this will be the first time you're starting the school year since the diagnosis yeah. and you know, we're not dealing with something like flare and then all of a sudden there
1: yeah there's a flare
0: <laughs> there it is so here we are and just out of nowhere we just have to be as positive mm-hmm. as we can and Being positive
1: is a big part to mm-hmm.
0: we have to Look at all our options mm-hmm. and do what the doctor thinks is best for him. Just think and, of the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look at the future. It'll, it'll all work out. It'll yeah. be okay. And as a caregiver, I think it's very important to support and ask your child questions. Or if it's an adult you're caregiving for, just ask a lot of questions, find out how they're feeling and believe them too. Don't Please don't ever think someone's being dramatic with this disease. It's very important to listen to what they're telling you. Listen to the signs. And get in touch with a doctor. Make sure the doctor's on board the entire time and knows what's going on as well. What would you say from a patient perspective? How do you stay positive when, when you're starting to flare and you get frustrated at first?
1: But so even though I was frustrated in the beginning, I just tell myself to think of um, how I will feel in the future. And in the future, I probably won't have a flare, which means I'll feel I'll be feeling better. So I just keep my mind focused on the future. And I want to get to the future so I don't have to live with this flare anymore uh, or crowns.
0: And also perfectly timed. We had a therapy appointment for oh, you yeah. this week. So we got to talk to his therapist and explain what's going on. So that's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a flare. Perfectly timed, actually. Yeah,
0: it was perfectly timed. If it does progress and he's not feeling as good, obviously his health mm-hmm. is number one. And if he wants to take a break from this, that's what's going to happen. We'll just resume when he is feeling better. better. We will see what happens and see how it goes. See how this week's appointment goes. Also, you'll be getting your Stellara injection. So that should also, that will probably, help that help might help bit. as well. So we just thought it was important to share because a lot of times it's like, you don't look sick and yeah. they, so you don't quite understand when someone's going through something kind of might brush them off. And, mm. You should never do that to anybody. If any, if anybody's coming to you with anything, be a good friend, be a good family member, listen to them and talk to them and ask questions. And also I see other parents sometimes in these parent groups that, and, they, and they'll post questions or concerns. And I always say, well, first of all, before you came to us, you probably should have already talked to the doctor, which yeah. a lot of times they have. Most times parents are like, oh yeah, I did that. And then rely on the other parents as support. There's these support groups that you can go into, but you don't want to go in there just looking for advice
1: before you talk to the doctor. If you have an important question or any question, ask your doctor first Mm -hmm. and then you can... And then go to your friends and go to your support groups. The doctor's always first.
0: Yeah, because then I can say, okay, I already talked to the doctor, but in your guys' experience, what happened? And Mm -hmm. so that's And we help each other out. Sometimes you just need to have that support. You may not, like Mason, you said the other day, like you told your therapist, you're not always going to hear what you want to hear. You're yeah. not going to get the answer you want, but it's important to get those answers, even if it's not what you hoped it was. And we just tackle it and move yep. forward. So like our our one wave at a time
1: motto. <laughs> when, when the doctor had me do two biologics, that wasn't an answer I wanted to hear. It was an answer
0: none of us no. wanted to hear. I know because I really, I was very.
1: No biologics. Yeah, I was having it, trouble with one. Yeah, but here I am. It, it, the dual biologics really are helping. Yeah, um, so far, and I'm glad that that was a decision she, the doctor, decided to do. Right. So even though you don't like the idea at the time, maybe give it a give it some time, and you'll realize that that decision was a good decision.
0: Right. And you don't want to react to something. Out of fear, yeah. and you want to react to it out of knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's it's not always easy getting there, but you get there. Yeah. It's all part of the journey, and it's all over the place. <laughs> the future, <laughs> it's all over the place like a yeah. crazy roller coaster. So,
1: Loop-de-loop. yeah, Hoop-de-doo.
0: yeah. And then we just we'll just adapt here at home. We will if he if he wants to sit on a couch, if he wants to lay down, however he wants to get his school done. Is fine. If he needs to sleep in a little bit, if he had a long night and he didn't get any rest or he's been in pain, we just then we just adjust. And that's a, that's what's really good about the homeschooling for us is we can easily keep moving forward. This doesn't hold him back. And also, we forgot to mention in the very beginning, we're in a totally different room. If you're watching us on YouTube, I know if you're listening, you have no idea. You're like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. But if you're watching us, We're trying out something new because the last setup was literally in our living room room. and we have a family room too that we could use. So we kind of had the living room set up with it, but it's not ideal to constantly be in there. So we're trying to figure out a solution because we love the location and it was a much bigger room. So now we're kind of in my office Office. and so as we call now the podcast room. It's now the podcast room. Yeah, we couldn't do it in the candle room because
1: that yeah. You so know, we no. should have a door that hang, we should have a uh, a sign that hangs up above the door that says podcast room. Yeah, exactly. A nice it's like little now detail. recording. People yeah. People now recording. Like, yeah, so people this know a studio.
0: Yeah. Basically. We may just end up staying yeah. in here if it works well. Yeah. So we're yeah. kind of in a different atmosphere. Space.
1: Room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Space. So I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's about it for now. Oh, I- you know, I, and I know some of you listening might be wondering what more of his symptoms are, but we don't need to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> and then I feel like if he's, you know, might not be he's entirely comfortable sharing with the world, but you can always look up Crohn's and Colitis Foundation on their website, which I always link, um, whether it's the podcast on YouTube or at Team IB Determined on Instagram. I always put that in there because there's resources on there and they can also help you look at what a flare looks more like but visually this is what a flare, a flare is looks like yeah so we'll course, see how he's we all feeling want to see me, don't we yeah well you're kind of the you know yeah. you're the, to we're me hosts. yeah you're you're a huge part mm-hmm. of this and i'm just you know i'm the caregiver and it's important your story is heard because there's a lot of people out there that don't have a way to have their voices heard or have their story shared and so we're hoping through us That maybe you'll learn more about a family member or friend that is going through this. And always remember ask questions. Don't assume this disease is so different from person to person. Some are less severe, some are more severe. Mm -hmm. So never assume that someone you met that was having an easy time with it is number one, actually having an easy time with it. Because Mm -hmm. maybe, like, just like with the flare symptoms, maybe they don't want to tell you everything that's going on. (laughs) Maybe they don't want to feel like they're complaining. You know, they might feel like you don't want to hear about it. And maybe someone is feeling really sick and we'll tell you about it and just listen to him that's it for now and if mason's feeling okay but we'll be back probably next
1: week Probably in the, in the next video. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh, of course, we're going to be in the next video. We'll be in the next we'll video. It's not sure. Next week.
0: Yeah, because we try to do yeah. these weekly, but we're not even sure. Even when he starts school, we may have to adjust to every yeah. couple weeks. We'll see because his health and school, all of that's number one. This is just for us for raising awareness, kind of for fun. And we enjoy talking about it together. But it's, it's not the number one priority right now. So we're, we're going to keep
1: up posting.
0: Yeah, because that's what makes me, he's like, are we going to keep doing this during school? And mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, I guess we just, we just kind of roll with it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But we will be back with another episode. And pretty soon we'll jump back on track. Hopefully we'll have better news for you guys and an update next time we see you all. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And for listening. don't forget on Instagram to give us a follow. It's at team IB determined. And you can keep up to date it's sometimes i post daily sometimes it's every couple days but you can keep up to date on mason and what's going on with him on there you can also listen to us on we have many stations available now to listen to us now so feel free to listen or watch on youtube
1: YouTube. so youtube don't forget to leave a comment if you want to but most importantly like and subscribe and don't forget to hit that bell
0: and Thank you, guys, for all of our new subscribers. Thank you, hi, and you're subscribed. You. Yeah, we're we're, we're so thank you excited, watching. and thank you for those of you who are commenting or who have given us feedback. We do appreciate that because again, that's what makes this show successful mm-hmm. is help not only about talking about him, but helping you guys too. So we rely on you to give us ideas or let us know how the episode helped you. Share your personal story with us. The important for other people watching this to read your comments too and read your story. So that's part of it. All right. Well, we'll see you, we'll next, see you video. next episode and video. Yay.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. We hope you will stick around, tune in, and reach out to us with your own journeys. We are excited to give you an inside view of what it takes to be a caregiver and what it's like to be a patient. And most of all, We
0: hope you'll maybe be able to play something you hear on here that might help you in your own life. Sometimes life changes and it's all about how you handle the journey.